Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Blog Talk Radio. that song. It's um, actually a song that my guest today, Karen, uh, chose for this special show today. Welcome to a special edition of the Indie Cafe on the Red Velvet Media Network with Spencer Drayton and myself. And we have a special guest today, Karen Cohn, who has Chocolate for Change, which um, is really cool. It's a uh, New York City-based company that creates chocolate bars with intentions behind it so they have unique wrappers each uh, one is for a special cause and an organization or a charity in mind and um, we're going to talk a little bit more about what caused her or, or created this intention for her to be able to do the chocolate and um, her passion for obviously chocolate which I can go for that and my co-host can uh, can it can <laughs> I'm sure. Spencer, you have a lot to say about that. I'm going to eat chocolate with you, Holly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Karen, you're there. Welcome to the show. And um, real quick, I just wanted to let everyone know if they'd like to call in. Um, I do do, um, screen my calls, too. So if I get any heavy breathers or any weirdos, then your number's going to come up. Um, It's 347-677-1036. And I have to say that because today some really bizarre, well, the last couple days some really bizarre stuff's been going on. And um, we do have a chat room that's open. If you'd like to go in there, the chat room is also moderated. So um, if you would like to... um, Come to the chat room. You may do so and ask any questions. And if you'd like to call in again, it's three four seven six seven seven one zero three six. And uh, I'm going to give out your website real quick before we start the show. And it's chocolate c h o. Who can't spell chocolate? C h o c o l a t e f o r c h a n g e dot com. And I can even spell that word, Spencer. Even as horrible of a speller that I am. I can smell chocolate. Um, That's great, yeah. Yeah. 
So, Karen, you know what? Um, this is uh, near and dear to my heart, not only because it's about chocolate, but because of the fact of you doing this for a really unique reason, and I know you do a lot of other stuff in the New York area and local area, and I'd love to hear about that. Plus, you love Pearl Jam. That's very cool. I love that. That was that was Eddie Vedder that opened up that song. You know, that was an Eddie Vedder song, wasn't it? Yes. That's Correct. So. Love it. That was Love off of Eddie. the, that was off the End of the Wild soundtrack. Incredible. Oh yeah. So let's talk about let's talk about um how you and Spencer met and then also I want to talk about um yeah. <laughs> I want I want to hear this Spencer. <laughs> I want to hear Spencer, I'll leave like, that um, to you to start. Yeah. Go ahead, Spencer. Well go we here. go way back. I don't know, Karen and I go a little bit back, um, My Uh partner, Judith, was working at a school, and Karen was teaching there, and I guess we Uh just talked that time. But then later, uh, she started telling me about things she was involved with, and she's really into music, too, which I am. So we kind of, like, hit it off as friends, and also she was telling me about a chocolate company. So that's the real reason that I brought her on, because I thought, like, you know, Holly, you and I are into helping people, as we always do, and also what she does is also interesting uh, the organic chocolate, which is a whole other field. So mm-hmm. maybe, you know, she could talk about that. Uh, because Yeah, I want to hear. So. I totally want to talk about the organic chocolate. I'll tell you something really funny, Karen. I um, Before I really moved out this way years ago, I mean, I really didn't know about organic chocolate. And out in California, it's huge, and I'm sure now everywhere else it's becoming really big because a lot of people are into free trade and into the um, organic chocolate, which I know that you're very based on. So I didn't know very much about, you know, organic chocolate. I only knew how they made chocolate from the cocoa plant and, you know, and all the different things in Africa and the different areas that I had visited around the world and seen them making chocolate. And then also being in um, other parts of the country, you know, in Germany and also Switzerland and England, you know, how chocolate's so huge there. Mm-hmm, I didn't really definitely. realize chocolate is a really international um, thing that is a way of passing. I never really thought about this, Spence. See if you think I'm right yeah. on this. Um, yeah, it's yeah. an international thing of love, basically. Chocolate it is. You're um, right. The history of it, it like, you know, um, you know, chocolate's really huge. People give chocolate from years ago to loved ones and to people they were admiring and stuff like that. Yeah. And now, see, this is like something that you're doing out of love. So, let's talk about how you created chocolate for change, Karen. Let's um, sure hear a little more about and, uh, that. I will say yeah. though, Spence, that actually I think before you know um, our connection with Judith, that I I think the reason that we met first was because of chocolate because. You were helping design something for a man, a friend of ours that we both knew, um, for his chocolate, oh, raw Arthur. chocolate. Oh, wait a minute. You <laughs> came to a Joseph Arthur concert and gave Joseph a chocolate no, bar. No, no, no. That was with you. So <laughs> you, de- you, were designing, <laughs> you were designing a logo for this man who had a, like a raw chocolate thing, and then he connected you and I, and then oh, we were like working that? on that together. Remember that? Whoa. It was like a long, it was a while ago. Who? Who? Do you remember? You tell me. I forgot. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll talk about it later. Spencer. 
<laughs> but it's I all, think that it's was all, Holly, it's, it's all combined. Circle, it's all connected. You know, it's one big circle. Yeah. It is. For sure. And, and don't you agree with me, Karen? I mean, chocolate has been like the thing that goes back centuries where people like exchange chocolate. And I, I you know, I, I didn't really, I know I've done some history on it and I know that um, it's, I have a funny story. My, it's like just chocolate has always been something that people have given to people as a form of affection or a form of like, here, I'd like to give you something that I think you enjoy. Plus also it's um, like, I call it liquid love. So there you go. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I think that's, I mean, one of the, um, and maybe, you know, I wasn't necessarily thinking about that aspect of it when I started doing this, but I think that's something I definitely thought about because it is so universal that, um, you know, mm-hmm. like you said, I have sort of an intention behind it, which is to um, inform people about something. So it's really designed specifically with an organization or a charity or um, something you know, a, a team or working with a school in mind and then, um, you know, getting that message across. So there's an awareness piece and then it's also, you know, that we get to do it with chocolate because who doesn't like chocolate, right? It, few and far uh, between people don't. So um, because it's such a universal thing, it kind of is, um, you know, it helps to, to carry a message because it's so popular. Uh-huh. So it's a good informative piece. Yeah, now I noticed on your website the your latest mission you're working on that I also noticed on Facebook. She's on Facebook, guys. Um, and I posted the links on my Facebook and also on yours as well, Spence, and also on Red Velvet Media. Again, if you'd like to call in at 347-677-1036. Oh, shoot, I forgot to tell everyone. If you want to listen to the show afterwards, it'll be available on iTunes and also on demand on Red Velvet Media, Blog Talk Radio as a special edition under the Indie Cafe as a podcast download. And um, so um, some of the other things that you've done, because I saw one that you did for the whales recently, and I thought I was really intrigued by that. Sure, okay. Um, so, well, that one was for a um, a friend of mine was doing a Kickstarter uh, campaign, was involved in um, a production of what's going to be a uh, documentary about um, a well that they're calling 52. Um, so there was a Kickstarter to, um, to fund um, the part of this uh, production to, for the documentary. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there was, um, I helped out with just donating some chocolate um, and designing a special well, 52, uh, dark chocolate sea salt edition for that. Um, but, sea salt, yeah, love so. <laughs> chocolate. Uh, love sea salt chocolate. Yeah, yeah and then I think one of the other images you might have seen was a design for a Surfrider Foundation, which I've been involved right. in volunteering yeah. with for a number of years. Um, so they have chapters, you know, all over the United States, and I've been involved in the, uh, the New York chapter more specifically. Um, so I had done an addition for them for some of their events um, to bring some awareness that to that. Mm-hmm. I saw that one, and what's so funny is your chocolate bars were being talked about out here in California because I'm part of the Surfrider Foundation <laughs> uh, myself. I am, and um in the California area because we, and also um, in other areas of the world, there's Surfrider Foundation. Um, Mm -hmm. They've expanded it um, to go global. And so when I was in different countries surfing, we were able to talk about different things we wanted to do. And I think this is really cool because there's so many different people out there that have different 
um, events and or fundraising and charity type events that I think this would be a perfect tie-in for. Because who doesn't like chocolate? I mean, up here, you know, in Sonoma, they do chocolate pairings with um, wine now, um, Mm -hmm. which is interesting. Um, you know, I'm not, a, I don't, I prefer, I prefer, I don't really care for dark chocolate too much. I find it, I found it, I find it a little bitter, but, mm-hmm. um, I'm learning to like dark mm-hmm. chocolate. You no, know, no, I am. And the thing is, you know, I make, I make, no, you're going to laugh. I make my own truffles. And oh, I think I was telling, I do. Um, and I only do that maybe two or three times a year. And it's really funny because, um, Spencer asked me, how do you do that? And so <laughs> I was telling him one time about me making my truffles and rolling them in uh, cocoa and then white chocolate, and, and then I was doing one with raspberries and uh, oh, yeah. different things. Yeah. But um, where, Karen, tell me about um, where do you, where does your chocolate come from? Does it come from different um, uh, people that are making it? Because I know that their recipes are different and the um, creators are different as far as that goes. Yeah, sure. So there's a lot of, uh, yeah, definitely there's a lot of different um, companies and manufacturers. Um, So when I started doing this, which was actually now, let's see, about 12 years ago, which is kind of hard to Uh believe, um, I wow. so it's it kind of it's kind of started so here's the the, the background is that I um have a degree in graphic design um so mm-hmm. I was doing a um uh, my portfolio for graphic design and I was pretty interested in um packaging and um like unique packaging and product design and I had decided that year that I was going to get my masters uh in, to teach art education which is what I do mostly but my my main job now and um uh-huh. so I had decided that, you know, because I didn't have to market this portfolio to get a job, that I could really just do what I wanted, whatever I wanted to do without worrying about, you know, as you two know, you're in the creative field. I didn't have to market that to anybody. So I really was able to do whatever I wanted to and be creative. And so when I started doing these products and this, the chocolate for change was one of the um, products that I created. And um, I had made chocolate, you know, growing up, but I didn't, well, candy, like I had made things with my mother to give away for gifts and holidays and done a lot of baking. Um, so anyway, so I started getting really into, um, after I did that project of of actually doing this and, and figuring out how to make chocolate and kind of, you know, where it, how do you actually make chocolate, you know, if you if you want to make it from uh-huh. scratch and not buy uh-huh. it from some existing thing. And so I got, I there were some um, meetup groups around the city and I actually spent um, a weekend at somebody's apartment in New York City where we tried to actually roast beans and do the whole process on, on the roof, wow. with the hair dryer, this whole thing. It was hilarious and fun. Um, and anyway, so when I started kind of, you know, really doing this, I looked into different ways of doing it and figuring out if I was going to try and partner with a company or what. And, um, uh-huh. I found a man who has a, a company in New Jersey, who's great, great chocolatier, great guy. Um, and he has a ton of experience and I teamed up with him. So I kind of use a combination of his chocolate. And so the beans come from Ecuador. And so he does, um, you know, the, the, the beans come from there and, um, you know, they're harvested there and roasted, and then he does almost everything else in the States, which is great. Um, so we really can, you know, control the taste and, and the product and um, have fun with it. So I've learned a tremendous amount um, from, from working with him. Um, so to answer your question, the cacao, the beans itself are from Ecuador, and then the rest is done in the States. 
I wanted yeah, to ask you, uh, yeah. what are the varieties of chocolate that you have, Karen, the different What's varieties? Sure. Well, Holly, you may be a little disappointed, but um, I've been oh, mostly well, doing dark chocolate. Although we do have a, we no. do have, I do make a milk chocolate because my tastes have changed as well. I think I grew up liking more milk chocolate, but now that I've uh, had so many, I, I definitely prefer dark chocolate. Um, so I do milk chocolate, but um, you know I do different percentages of dark chocolate and then can add things. Um, so for the chocolate for change piece, uh, you know I mostly do chocolate bars because, um, well, not uh, there's other things too and I'll I'll talk about that but the chocolate bars um were kind of how it started because it gave me like a good landscape like um to do the packaging on you know I could fit information because I it was it's an informative piece as well and the chocolate bars have a longer shelf life than say truffles um however I do like to make other things for for myself and to give away so um I make truffles as well and um, I'm always kind of experimenting with different flavors chocolate? And vegan truffles. Fun. I've been doing those a lot lately of doing vegan truffles and my my last Ooh, one yeah, my my, my winter passion was making passion fruit truffles, um, after Ooh. a trip to Maui Ooh. where I was trying to nail it exactly nice. how I wanted to and I think I got Holly, it. Down. Holly, I've Spence, had some you had truffles some. already. She's gonna send it to you, but they're amazing. The truffles that Oh my god, makes. I wanna hear about the passion fruit truffles. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I you know, you know, you couldn't just, like, say it and not talk about it, right? <laughs> yeah. So, well, yeah, I mean, I, I that's the gist. I went to Maui, and I, I was determined that I was going to do something with passion fruit and chocolate, and that's what it uh-huh. was. So I made vegan passion fruit um, truffles from fresh picked passion fruits and have to wow. go to Maui to get them now because after I did it that way, nothing will compare to the ones from there, but I'll work it out. <laughs> I'll find it. Wow, <laughs> it's a, it's a good, um, yeah, re, it's an ex- good excuse to go back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so also when I was I was just in Maui in February and I was also um I had visited there's um it's the only you know place in the states that grows cacao so there was um a cacao farm that I visited and uh, some interesting things going on in on the Hawaiian Islands with um people doing kind of bean to bar chocolate and some interesting oh. companies. Isn't that interesting, Cal? I mean, I found it to be extremely interesting how what the process is, um, you know, and the cocoa leaves and all the different ways that they make chocolate and all the processes it goes through. Um, a lot of people don't realize how chocolate starts out. And um, focusing back on chocolate for change, um, with your chocolate bars that you create for a specific cause, an organization, or a charity, um, how would somebody go about getting in touch with you if they have a charity or an organization that they wanted to have you do something with? Sure. Well, um, email, phone, uh, like you said, there's a Facebook page. That's a good way to, you know, you can get a little insight into um some of the projects that I've done in the past are some photos on there, and then, you know, there's an email address on the website as well to get in touch with me and discuss that. Okay. All right. And then um, what about the designing of the wrapper and stuff like that that you um, were talking about? That you, um, Who does most of the designing and the logos and stuff now? Oh, I do. Would you work with the... <laughs> Person. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. No. So, sure. I mean, it depends. Like, if they have existing, um, you know, if it's an organization that has existing logos, then um, sometimes, you know, I'm asked to use those, and sometimes they want something designed. So, um, 
you know, either it really depends on who I'm working with and what they, if they have something in mind or if, you know, they want someone to really kind of take, take control of it and, and design something because it's, you know, not something they have already. No, totally. Now, I want to ask you, how did Chocolate for Change come to be 10 years ago? How did this come about? Um, well, I started mentioning before, so I had I was doing a graphic design portfolio, and it was one of the projects mm-hmm. that I decided to do kind of for my portfolio where I was coming up with – I was very interested in kind of quirky, fun product package design, and this was just one – I don't know how I – well, so I – yeah, so I thought of this um, – yeah, there was there was it was 2003, um, so um, it was after September 11th. There was there was a lot going on in New York City, and so um, I kind of was thinking about change and you know change in our world, and that's sort of the seed idea um, that it came came from. And I also was you know kind of involved in doing some fundraising after the tsunami in 2005 in Thailand. And so I had designed uh-huh. a series of, of chocolate bars um, for a fundraiser I ran uh, surrounding that. And then I kind of just continued to do it, you know, with my involvement in Surfrider and um, other things. The the kids that I worked with, you know, they found out I made chocolate and they're like, we want to do it. And so, um, you know, different uh, teams at school or, um, you know, before some of the plays and things where we would design kind of um, a – uh, special chocolate bar for, you know, if they were having a musical or something so that, you know, it was sold on like intermission or for, um, like, That's fantastic. for a fundraiser. Yeah. Cool. And then, um, to, you know, as you mentioned, I'm a big Pearl Jam fan. And so I'm involved with a group of Pearl Jam fans that had started a, um, non-for-profit organization called the Wishlist Foundation. And, um, I'm involved, I've been involved for a number of years in organizing kind of pre-concert, uh, fundraisers before Pearl Jam shows in different cities. And so, um, yeah, I've sold them there as well, kind of designing them with, you know, the show in mind. So whatever city, uh-huh. you know, we were in, whatever, you know, kind of doing something that was unique to the city or to Pearl Jam or something. Um, also did an addition of the Surfrider ones uh, during one of those fundraisers. We were doing a um, pre-party in support of Surfrider. Um, Eddie Vedder is a, is a supporter at Pearl Jam, all of Pearl Jam really, um, supporters of that as well. So, um, yeah, so it, that's been kind of a interesting blend of really all my interests in doing that. Oh, fantastic. You know, we do have a phone call on, 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 the, phone, on the line. Let's see who it is. Hold on a second. Okay. Uh, 917, you're on the air. Who's this? Hi, this is, my name is Frank. Can you hear me? I can hear you, Frank. Oh. What's up? Hey, there. hey, Frank. Whoops, we lost Frank. Frank, okay. call back in. <laughs> Frank, we got Frank. Frank somehow got disconnected. I don't know how Frank got disconnected. Hopefully, Frank will call back in. Okay, um, sounds I, good. Um, <laughs> that was very strange. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> anyway, so I want to hear about the Pearl Jam stuff you do. So, do you do you, um, design? Um, do you? Do their logos from the latest LPs on the no. um, chocolate uh, bars or anything? Not necessarily, you know, because that's their artwork. Um, so Frank's calling back in. Okay, Hold on, great. Let's see. Sorry. <laughs> Hold on a minute. Frank, sorry about that. Somehow you got disconnected. Um, welcome no to problem. the show. Thanks for having me. I'm happy you picked up the line. So I actually 
Um, I know Karen Cohen. Um, Hi, Frank. This is why I'm calling. Hey there, Karen. Um, <laughs> and this is this is how I know her. So I am. Um, I was a coach at the Department of Education, which mm-hmm. is uh, in New York City. And oh, awesome. the, uh, yeah, and over there, and and um, we had a we had a I had a wrestling team, and we had a, a really terrific little program with highly motivated kids who, um, in some you know in some places would say are at risk. And unfortunately, in the public sector, they don't um, they don't sponsor the sports, so they pay my mm-hmm. my salary, my coach's salary. But you want to go travel with the kids and 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 compete. That's on you. There's buses, that's on you. Um, arranging schedule, that's on you. Hosting, so paying officials. So that's a that's a, a real big conundrum. And um, and I bumped into Karen, um, and, and after we struck up this conversation about you know my the the problem my the dilemma that we were in, she gave us some chocolate to sell, and it was a gigantic hit and boost to the program. It, it was it was at that moment. So it was the program was still in its nascent stages. It was I founded and funded and, and ran that program. It was I would say maybe the the second year in the program and I just didn't know uh-huh. how we were gonna how we were gonna generate any any income. And the kids, um it, it, a really interesting thing happened. So I mean we could sell a bunch of Milky Ways. Um <laughs> but instead we sold these really Amazing chocolate bars, and I think as Karen might have mentioned, so it was uh, it was uh, hard to get service where I am. But the, um, what those bars allowed us to do? Well, first off, the kids were really informed about chocolate, <laughs> so <laughs> they were they were able to speak about the product really well. And it was dark chocolate for for younger kids, so it was a little bit of a hard sell at first. But then they were a little bit chocolate snob, and some you know um, with their friends. And it really picked up a lot of momentum. We also, we, I say we, Karen. I think we did, a, I think we did dark and milk then after that we, round. Um, we, yes, but the, 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 the really critical piece for, for me was the wrapper. I mean, obviously uh-huh. the chocolate was huge. But it was the wrapper because we, you know, we designed the wrap. we, Karen. <laughs> Karen designed the wrapper for us. And it was an inside and outside, and it had information about the program. And oh, how it was, cool. it was a really good like, PR because here you have these kids that are working their tails off, and they're trying to sell things and trying to make money. And you open up the wrapper, and, and you can – there was literally – you could put anything inside. Um, you could say, mm-hmm. like, you know, come to our next home match. And all of a sudden – a lot of people are there, and the kids are feeling really good about them because all the kids oh, want to do is be part of something positive. And I really think that that's something that uh, is that's what Chocolates for Change did for my wrestling program. They really helped the kids be part of something positive. So I, I wanted to that's call awesome. in and, and just and just that's make a great story. That. That's a great Aww. story. What a great success story! Yeah, Thanks, it's Frank. Success that really yeah. makes it. Yeah. <laughs> And they got really into it. We did have like a, I remember, um, I don't know what season it was, but we had like a whole assembly line where the kids got, you know, I made the chocolate and wrapped it in like the food safe wrapper. And then like all the kids were helping with like the outer layer wrapper and and, like they were super excited about it. And that's really what Mm -hmm. makes a difference because cookie cutter product. 
Right. It was it was it was clearly it was personalized. Handmade. It was personalized for you. Yeah. Absolutely. And the kids and the kids had a the kids had a stake in it. And when we were there, mm-hmm. I mean, what are we going to do? We were talking about it. And here you have a, you have a bunch of wrestlers, you know, hungry, <laughs> poor guys, <laughs> wrapping chocolate, <laughs> and and asking you know asking way you know a lot of questions, and they were really informed. And I think um, that was a, it was a great thing because they got that information sort of disseminated through them through other kids, and then it was request. I mean, it was a hit year after year. It was one wow. of the major pushes for our program. These kids got all over the state, from Ohio mm-hmm. and Oregon, and you know they wrestled the nationals in in Philadelphia. And these are kids that generally, you know, they get on a train and they go to school and then they go home, and that's that's sort of their world. And these kids were able to to really move around a lot. That's awesome. That's great. Hey, Karen, story. your chocolate yeah. has made a change. <laughs> that's awesome. Great. I love chocolate, chocolate for change. I know. I think that's great. And I think, Frank, that's such a wonderful story because I can see how this goes the extra mile, and it's very personalized. And um, that's what's really important, I think, in a lot of things today is we lose that personal touch. That's why with uh, our radio shows, we try to make everything very personal. We allow our listeners to pick out music that they want to open and close with to make it so it's theirs. You know, I think it's really important that we have that connection, you know. The connection part, I well, think, is really important. Well, I, 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 I agree wholeheartedly because I was able to bump into that firsthand. And, you know, even mm-hmm. and another unsung hero here, uh, quite frankly, is Eileen, which is Karen's <laughs> Amazing mom, who um, you know, drove in the rappers for us. <laughs> she's because all the she's my partner in crime. Happen, it, you know, like it, it's all it all has to be really carefully thought out. <clears throat> and, and here you have us. I mean, if you need me to show you a couple of wrestling moves, that's no problem. But ask me to tell you <laughs> how to create this product, I don't know. And there's there's a lot of moving parts, and it was really smooth and. And um, it felt really um, warm. We were we were we were all in it together, and it was fun. It was. Oh, that's great. great! What a great so, what a great story! Thank you, Frank, for calling in and sharing right. that well, with thanks, us. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Frank. All would right. you well, like okay, Would can. you like me, Frank? Would you like to listen yes. to the rest of the show? I can mute you, and I, you can listen I to actually, it. I actually so. I'm. I have it on Wi-Fi at where I am, okay. and that's easier than that's easier than the Wi-Fi is a much stronger signal than my uh, my phone okay. signal. Great. All right. Okay. Cool. All right. Have a wonderful Thanks. day. Take Thank care. you so much for you calling too. in. Okay. Take hey, care, Frank. Thanks. You guys Bye. are doing a great job. Thank you. That was awesome. What a great see. Doesn't that make you feel good when you hear what what you've done for somebody? It makes you feel like, wow, I really made a change for somebody. You know, it's. Uh, it's it's nice, you know, because well, you know you're what's a nice? Holly, he story. Talks, telling the story is like exactly yeah. what she's doing. It's exactly what mm-hmm. she's doing and what the name means, you know, right? So mm-hmm. it's kind of really mm-hmm. the story that tied in with the show, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, what are you currently working on right now, Karen? With chocolate? <laughs> so mm-hmm. um, right now, let's see, I just um, did some chocolates for... 
a um, a small early childhood school, um, actually in your neck of the woods, Holly, in California, just a little bit south of you, oh, awesome. Big Sur. Um, so there's mm-hmm. a school on property of the Esalen um, Retreat, Esalen Institute, it's called. It's a retreat center uh-huh. in Big Sur. And um, I was actually working out there in this past spring a little bit with their early childhood school. And so um, they asked me to collaborate and do some chocolate bars in support of their program. Um, so uh-huh. those are in the bookstore down at Esalen. And, um, you know, we did an Earth Day event and they just had a July 4th event. So I just shipped out. Um, a bunch of chocolates their way for their July 4th event. Um, so that was the last oh, thing fantastic. I last week. Yeah. And, well, you know what? Okay. Um, I want to bring in something. Uh, Karen, remember I was talking to you about expanding your flavors in chocolate, like ginger chocolate? Beth, I made you a ginger chocolate. I just haven't given it to you yet. Yeah, yeah. That's what I want you to what? tell people about that you're thinking <laughs> I about. I want a ginger chocolate. I made you one. I, I promise. I, I just haven't yeah, given yeah, yeah. it to you yet. <laughs> but let, me, let me finish. Let me finish. Sure. So what I want to tell you, ask you, Karen, are you ex- planning to expand flavor combinations like we're talking about, you know, like ginger yes. chocolate, blah, blah, blah. Definitely. You know? um, yeah. Well, I do play around a lot with that. And, you know, because I do it individually, you can anybody can really request a flavor they want, and they can do it. Ah, um, a lot of schools um, have – I know the school that I worked at, um, a lot of schools, because of allergies, peanut and nut allergies, um, prefer to go with a simpler route um, because, you know, there's a lot of kids that have nut allergies, so that's why sometimes I'm working with the schools that I do Mm -hmm. a plain one. However, um, yeah, because I'm really making it, you know, for, you know, whoever I'm – uniquely and, and specifically for the organizations or schools or companies that any any flavor could really be done. Um, you know, any, Red velvet. Pretty much. Red, red velvet. velvet. <laughs> I, I can, I can think I about know. that. Listen. I well, red velvet you, truffle, I, for sure. It's out already, okay? I mean, the funny thing is, when I came up with the name of my company, it was years before red velvet was like a big rage. And it's really funny because now there's red velvet ice cream, there's red velvet shampoo, there's red velvet air freshener, candles, I mean, you name it. And um, mm-hmm. it's like, wish I had copyrighted the name red velvet, but then I would have to talk to the Waldorf Astoria about <laughs> the red velvet cake, you know, but um, it's, really, it's weird. It's like red velvet's a big craze right now. So we are red. We are red velvet media. But um, this is a special edition, again, of the Indie Cafe on red velvet. So here you go. We're here. We're not going away. You would not believe how many people have asked me to give them, sell them my domain name. Wow. And I, I refuse to. For their bakery. Yeah, I re- no way. No, you got to keep it. No, there's an actual rock group called Red Velvet in. Um, <laughs> In the Orient, no. I swear, I swear. I believe it. And um, they were trying to bully me. I mean, literally, I was getting letters from these people in Japan telling me that they were buying my name despite whether I liked it or not. And I said, no, you're not. <laughs> this name. And I basically called my person that, you know, is owns my domains that I buy them from, and basically they told me, don't worry about it, that's what they like to do. So it'll not go up for auction, and if it does, it'll be thousands of dollars. So there you go. Keep it. Keep <laughs> it. Don't give it away. No, it's not. It's, no, no, I'm not. No, I no. basically, I even have Red Velvet TV. 
um, I have Red Velvet dot TV. So we're going to come up with a TV thing. I think Spence, you and I are going to. Oh, start that's doing great! Some, that sounds uh, exciting, man. Yeah, that sounds cool. Yeah, I think it would be really fun to do. Like go, like spend a day with Karen, like um, seeing how she makes her chocolate. You know, like right. documentary type things. You know. Yeah, that's a and, cool um, idea. That's a following cool idea. people around. That's like my next project that I'm doing because we already have Red Velvet um, uh, media as far as the media part of it, and then we have the uh, television part of it. So mm-hmm. I want to I want to take that a little bit further and make it more based on doing things like finding out how people really do things, like with Karen instead of doing just a radio show actually doing an in-person thing where I'm actually seeing her create her product and what goes into it. Because I'm exactly. sure there's a lot of time. Um, Karen, what goes, how much time does it take from the inception, like from the person that comes to you, like say a client comes to you and you create a logo, how long does it take to come up with the final product? Um, it probably depends. I mean, certainly there's people that have come to me and, you know, have a, a really tight, um, timeline that something they need really quick in mind, and I've definitely done that. Um, it also depends, like you were saying, if they have artwork that they want to use mm-hmm. um, already, you know, if they have an existing logo and kind of branding or something that they want to use or they're asking me to kind of create something, you know, that would be look mm-hmm. a little different in terms of a time commitment. Um, so it's really sort of unique. You know, it can be done relatively fast if, um, yeah, companies that have kind of uh, a graphics ready to go or, you know, it could also be something where you're really kind of specifically sitting and designing something for an event that might be bigger over a period of time. And, and also depending awesome. on obviously how many how many bar how many chocolate bars or how how much of the uh, actual product they want. Um, <laughs> yeah, in terms of making it. I have a good question. How how many bars at the maximum, can you produce? <laughs> <laughs> well, Spence, how many do you want? <laughs> um, I mean, <laughs> I could do I could do a lot. You know, I, I would take me you know longer, but yeah, right. it's possible. Like yes, I do have the uh, capacity, fortunately, to to do quite a decent amount um, because I, like I said, I was fortunate to pair up with somebody that you know has a larger company, and so I'm able to That's use awesome. the equipment. And so I can do a you know a decent run um, of them. Well, it's good it also. You know, what's really good is you can also make a smaller amount. A lot, a lot of things yeah. you know have to be big amounts. You know what I mean? Or else yeah. they won't take them. But you can make actually write smaller runs of mm-hmm. things. That's yeah, cool. and I do. What's your you know, minimum, Karen? Like, if somebody wanted to come to you, what's your minimum on on a That's yeah. a really good campaign. question. You know, I don't think I've really ever given that. You know, said like, oh, it has to be. Um, you know, a certain amount. I've I've definitely done small runs, you know, for people that wanted to just kind of do, you know, a, a, a small event. Um, but, you know, even just, for, you know, Spence is a designer. He knows this uh, in terms of, like, printing up, you know, if there, there's printing involved with printing up the wrappers, you, um, for me, you know, working with somebody to, to get something printed out, um, yeah, you know, the yeah. more you print out, the more cost-effective it is. So to right. do, like, a run, a small run of something printed out, you know, sometimes is gets a little expensive. So that's something that I've thought about just in terms of – I have different um, sizes also. So there's, like, a larger chocolate bar. I do these mini bars a lot lately because I like the size, and, you know, people are getting, like, a treat, and it's it's kind of nice, you know, people – who want chocolate but don't want to buy, like, this huge chocolate bar. Um, so I've been doing these mini bars, and that's been kind of fun for me. And um, I also then, you know, a bunch of years ago when I uh, was doing this kind of 
really wanted to make it sustainable, so I had to think about all the the packaging in that way too, and kind of using minimal amount of packaging. And then, um, you know, I found this company that has these wrappers that are actually biodegradable, so you can you know plant them. I think they're made out of corn. Oh, awesome. Well, not wow, not corn, great. but you know what I mean, some sort of a product. Yeah. And so, um, anyway, so it's always kind of a work in progress in terms of that and kind of looking around and seeing what's new in the market for sustainable um, packaging because there is a lot out there, especially now. I've seen um, some. That. I've seen some that actually you take the wrapper and you plant it in the ground and it grows flowers. Wow. Really? Well, that I haven't seen. Wow. I'd like to check that out. Um, cool. They have seeds. They have seeds embedded in the wrappers. In the, on the paper. Somehow. Yes, I have seen that. Wow. In the paper. I have seen that. I don't know about for chocolate. I'd have to look into that some more. But um, I have seen that for some, some other packaging, we have another not necessarily call, for food. Do you want to take another call? Okay. Would you Would you like to take another call? Let's see who it sure. is first. <laughs> see if it's not a heavy breather. Hold on a second. Hey Holly, this is Nikisha calling from Maryland. Hi, how are you? I'm so glad you called well, in. I'm doing great. I'm a fan of the show. I actually follow Red Velvet Media. So um I'm very happy to catch a live uh, broadcast. Oh, fantastic. Well, I'm so glad that you're on the show. And um, are you a fan of chocolate? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's why I decided to listen live. I wanted to see what this was all about. Um, Karen has <laughs> a fantastic idea, and I actually have a question for her today. Sure. Um, one of my questions is how do you go about promoting your product? <laughs> Great question. I'm still trying to figure it out. Um, <laughs> well, um, so this is um, actually something I do on the side. Um, I think I mentioned my my main kind of job has been teaching art um, for the last many years, and so um, sometimes I I don't promote it very much. <laughs> but I have a Facebook page. Um, it's more word of mouth, probably for me. You know, where I'll talk about it. Um, I am trying to, yes, be better about using the vast world of social media. Um, I do have a Twitter and an Instagram and a Facebook, and sometimes I make posts. <laughs> and um, There is information on the Facebook page, actually, and there's photos as well of the products and um, kind of a, an overview and about the company. Um, so it's it's up there in that sense. And then, like I said, it's I um, have a lot of friends, and I know some really wonderful people that – are involved in um, doing some really great, interesting work um, in kind of some of the areas that we were talking about with Surfrider um, and also being a teacher. You know, I'm involved in a, in a world where there are fundraising events going on and, and kids um, needing that kind of thing. So a lot of, you know, knowing people and then them telling somebody and recommending me and things like that. Okay, like knowing Spencer Drake to bring her on, to knowing Spencer Drake to bring her on the show with Holly. Yeah, Spencer. Spencer <laughs> yeah, and I, you know, I know. Come on, Karen. Let's do you guys do this. <laughs> right. I've been waiting for this show. You don't know how long I've been waiting. For I know this Holly show. loves chocolate. Holly loves. <laughs> yeah. And you don't know. Yeah. And also, I got to tell you, Karen, Holly is a great cook. So she's in this whole thing of preparing uh-uh. things, you know. Uh, yeah, well, I'm waiting for now. I'm waiting for the red velvet truffle. So Holly, you send me red oh. velvet truffles, and I'll send you something. I'll send you passion fruit oh, truffles. Yeah. We'll start like that. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, Spencer and I talk about food all the time. Spencer knows I love to cook, 
So, um, right. yeah. Yeah. I pretty much like to um, expand my horizons in all different directions. So, definitely I, I do that. Think, so I I'm, think Holly, Holly needs to do a cookbook. That's the next thing. She really does. I am doing – I'm going to do a cookbook. I am going to do a cookbook, and Spence and I talked about that, and – I'm really glad Nikita called in because that's really cool that you're calling in. Um, did you did you um, have any questions anymore about the chocolate in regards to um, how she got her business started and or anything else? Well, one more thing is um, you said it's on your social media. Is it under your actual name or is it under Chocolate for Change? Sure, yeah. The Facebook page is Chocolate for Change. And um, the Twitter is Choc O for Change, and the Instagram is Chocolate for Change as well. Yeah, okay, well, I posted all that. No, I, I'm going to um, actually follow the show and get some more information. Maybe I can help out promoting. Holly, thank you for taking my call. Thanks oh, so no, much. no, listen. No, what I'll do is I will, um, if you go to Red Velvet Media um, and you look under the special part where it says the Indie Cafe, I have it on there. And I will post the links as well. <coughs> and I'm so I'm so glad you called in, and um, I will be talking to you very shortly. Okay. Would you like right, me to mute you? you? Did you Did you want to listen to the show, or would you like me to mute you? You actually have it on my iPad, so I'm gonna hang up and listen from my iPad. Thank you, guys. Hey, cool. take care. Thank you so much. Thanks for calling take in. Take care. Okay, hold on a second. Thank you. She's very sweet. She, oh, she's um, really nice. It's a very, very, nice. very good fan. Yeah. Uh-huh. So see, you know, chocolate is the universal thing for love. I think with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So that's and very it's interesting cool. too. I know you were talking in the beginning a little bit about um, you know, your experiences traveling and tasting different chocolates, and that's definitely yeah. one of the things that I found really interesting as well because I love to travel, and so I really like um, you know, since I've been doing this, of like seeking out the chocolatiers in the area of where I travel to and meeting them and kind of uh-huh. hearing their stories, and um, you know, it's also like you mentioned, it's uh, different areas of the world really, you know, they have their ways of which they like to have their uh-huh. chocolate, you know, in certain areas of the world, the dark chocolate is more popular in, you know, other areas, milk chocolate or in Belgium, you know, it's the pralines and, and more the filled chocolates. Absolutely. And so it's really kind of fascinating to, um, for me, you know, as someone who likes chocolate and uh, traveling of, of kind of going around with that perspective and, um, you know, seeing what's what's the unique treat to the area and the unique chocolate. Do, do you Have think you of had selling ever... your chocolate, do you think of putting your chocolate in stores, you know, like um, Karen's? Yeah, sure. I've definitely thought about that, you know, um, over the years. And, um, you know, because be it's cool. something that I really do, like, so specifically, yeah. uh, or, like, the, the wrappers are specific, um, you know, I think it's – and just kind of, like, me personally, like, I, it's something that I – you know, I've had it in uh, over the years in, in some, like, coffee shops in New York. Um, you know, it's in the – the the bookstore over at um Esalen and Big Sur right now. Um so it's kind of the thing that you oh, know is, cool. is um because I yeah. do design the wrappers and there's also, you know, the part where there's She's there's money going out here to California. There's money center. yes. There's money going <laughs> to that organization, you know, so there a, a percentage of, of the money being sold then goes to an organization. So um, you know, it makes more sense for me um, to to work with someone where I have a relationship with and selling it in a you know in a sm- in a store, a smaller oh, store. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right. so that's right. yeah, that's always something that I'm sort of um, you know, looking to to meet people and and to right. collaborate with. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know what really is important here is that people realize that this is also for educating and raising awareness 
So we're doing this through a common, common thing that almost pretty much everyone in the world knows, which is chocolate. Chocolate brings people together. So then you've got also an intention behind an, uh, an awareness of a nonprofit or a, a funding or generating funds for an issue that's close to your heart, like, as you said, uh, benefiting humanity. Um, mm. I think that's really important that we see that common bond there. And right, right. Um, I'd like to see, yeah, I'd really, I'd really like to see her, um, you know, tell me, Karen, I, before I say anything about this, what um, have been some of your more interesting clients and some of your more interesting um, events that you've gotten involved in and created things for that you want to share with our listeners? Um, well, let's see. Um, I think they've all been interesting for me, usually because it's it's something um, most of them have been kind oh, yeah. of personal. You know, it's something I've been involved in, so they've all been pretty interesting. But um, let's see. Um, Surfrider, you know, that was definitely fun to to create that, you know, the graphics for that um, uh-huh. because they were like, yeah, go for it, you know, do whatever, not whatever you want, but, you know, like they wanted their name on it and have it yeah. you know, something with surf, surf Ask, but, you know, I had some freedom there with the graphics. Um, I've had a lot of fun doing the ones for Pearl Jam because, you know, as, I, as you both know, you know, I'm a big fan, so that's been really interesting to try and think about. Um, you know, some like, okay, well, what is, what is, you know, Pearl Jam? Like, what does that chocolate bar taste like if it's like a Pearl Jam chocolate bar? And, you know, like, what would a Pearl Jam truffle taste like? Or, you know, just the graphics for those when I was doing the uh, fundraisers Mm -hmm. before those shows and thinking about, you know, like, okay, this, this is a show at the garden. And, you know, so, so what do I want the wrapper to look like? Because then, you know, if people that were at the uh, pre-party fundraisers that just kind of wanted them as a, like a souvenir (laughs) from the show as well. So, um, you know, they kind of like bought one to eat and then bought one to save. And so that's been fun for me. You know, I've done um, some work around when they did uh, the PJ. They had a big 20th anniversary festival a bunch of years ago. And um, so I sort of embedded their logo in in chocolate, their logo for the uh, 20th anniversary. And so that was really fun (laughs) for me to to do that project as well. Have you done any for any of the awards? Um, Have you done any for... WWF or anything for the Grammys or anything for no stand up not yet I'll say not yet like no, no I definitely probably worked with people. more um, more local you know I know that there's uh there's mm-hmm. probably you know really big market because those um they all have big events and do giveaways and things mm-hmm. I've probably you know I've definitely done more within my area of of organizations that I've kind of been involved with in New York City um, as well. Uh, I will say, and Spence, maybe we can talk about this after. My dad always tells me sure. I should do uh, do a chocolate for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Hey, um, yeah, but I've yet I'm to go there, there but maybe that's our next right collaboration, Spence. Like a chocolate, a chocolate <laughs> record or something. <laughs> you know? well, there's tons of stuff. Trust me, I have, some, I have some things I'm working on, too, with this music chocolate idea awesome. that I've been kicking around for a little while, as Spence knows, so... Well, you know, it's uh, interesting. Yeah. I was a Grammy judge for four years, and the Grammys uh, get involved with the schools, you see. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. there may be a play there with the Grammys in the school, what they call Grammys in the schools, where they bring music That'd to be the cool. schools. And if there are things going on, that could be a tie-in, I think. You know what I'm saying? I get that would be like, fun. Yeah, yeah, sure. That would be fun. Yeah. And then um, I definitely have some um, some different people, like, as far as uh, standing up for cancer and the Pediatric AIDS Foundation and stuff like that, that probably yeah, would probably really want to talk to you. 
But um, I wanted to thank you so much for being here today. And, Spencer, um, I want to thank you for being here today, too. And we're going to be on the air next Wednesday with Tommy. Um, Mr. Tommy Price from Joan Jett, the drummer. We had to to reschedule that show, I'm sorry, due to technical difficulties. And um, we are so happy that you were here today, and I wanted to ask you if you would like to add anything more before we end our show, what you would like to say to everybody today. Okay. Well, thank you both for having me, Spence, for, you know, recruiting me and uh, being an early taster of, you know, my chocolates over the years. <laughs> taste, happy taste tester. You're next, um, Hallie. You're next. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's certainly been fun collaborating. And, um, yeah, you know, like you said, I think it's a great, chocolate's a great vehicle, um, you know, universal mm-hmm. vehicle um, for, for love and for affection. And, um, you know, if you can you know, people want to buy it anyway. So if you know you can you can give someone chocolate with sort of intention uh, behind it to create a positive change yeah. in the world, then I think that's what we're striving for here. I, I think it you know is. it's like Karen, Karen, Holly. You know, Karen is so different because when I go into like uh, you know Whole Foods or I'll go into like whatever uh-huh. sells chocolate and you see the organic chocolates, they're all like so commercial looking. I got to tell you, it's more they're yeah, more I know. like. And, and Karen is a personal touch, right, Holly? She's mm-hmm. a per, Karen's a personal mm-hmm. person with a totally different area in this thing, and that's one reason why I thought it was, you know what I mean? That's what's so yeah, wonderful Yeah, you go about. the extra mile on it. There's a personal yeah. touch to it. I definitely see that, and that's why yeah. I think this is really special. And, again, your website is Chocolate for Change, and you're on Facebook, and you're on Twitter, and mm-hmm. I definitely would love to have you back. Um, and I definitely am going to be in touch with you shortly because I do have some people that I would like to turn you on to. Well, sounds great. great. Next time we'll we'll do yeah. it in your kitchen making truffles together. Absolutely. <laughs> and my kitchen is open season. It is. And, uh, Fantastic. I and there's a lot that. of, oh, my God, there's so much amazing fruit right now that is right out here in California. And um, you could make, oh, I don't even want to go there. White chocolate's really fun, too, doing white chocolate. Oh, yeah, white chocolate. Like wow. That white is so chocolate's cool, Holly. amazing. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yep. Oh my God. Karen, but, did you ever um, think of doing white chocolate? Karen, did you white chocolate with cranberries? Or <laughs> oh my <laughs> God! Looks really pretty. I don't. I don't think I have time to um to get into uh, white oh, chocolate wait, versus white dark chocolate, chocolate here. Oh, but I, I think a lot of, of chocolate, um, you know. People that are super into chocolate might not consider white chocolate chocolate because it doesn't actually have cacao in it. But we can talk about that next what time. About, what about chocolate with lavender in it? That mm-hmm. would be good. I, I have experimented with using some of um, you know the more well, flowery essence as I'm well. I'm as the lavender queen, so um, yeah, I grow lavender. <laughs> I pick it all the time, so I send it. I'll send you some lavender. <laughs> You'll <Perfect>. love it. <laughs> Great. Sounds okay, good. well, I want to say again, if you missed the beginning of the show, the show will be available afterwards on iTunes and also on Red Velvet Media Blog Talk Radio under the Indie Cafe. And make sure you tune in next Wednesday as we have Tommy Price on and uh, Spence and I will be on live again at 2 o'clock. And we have some other shows that I'll be posting. I've just had a little bit of technical difficulty getting shows up. 
but shows will be up, and we've got quite a few amazing stuff, amazing things. Oh, well, Holly, up. wait a minute! And, I got to uh, say one more. Yeah, Holly, I got to say one more quickly, thing. Quick, quick, William. Mark, a few minutes. Mark Geary, we're going to have on. You know, Mark mm-hmm. Geary. Uh, mm-hmm. Karen turned me on to Mark Geary, who's going to be on our show. Oh, awesome. Uh, really? Karen, Mark, Sure, yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I had uh, Karen, invited Mark going to be on our show, Karen. Fantastic, Spence. That's great. We caught a great show you by Mark uh, a few months that. ago in New York. Right. <laughs> okay. Exactly. Well, <laughs> I'll mark it on my calendar. Karen. Sure. No problem. Well, you'll have to I'm make glad sure that works out. for that, and we'll let you know. And I will call you with that number that you gave me pre um, before the show. And for Sounds everyone good. listening again, thank you for tuning in, and we will uh, be on next Wednesday. And Thank you both. Have here. a great weekend. Thanks. You're welcome. Rock and roll. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Mm-hmm.